what he believes to be of quality. But there is, unseen by most, an episodic horror-based TV show. A show that still holds up. A show called Tales from the Dark Side. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side. And guess what? We're completely finished. We did it. With season one. <laughs> Kazoo noise. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely didn't take us two years. Uncle Buck's got the fucking giant pancakes. There's... <laughs> this was a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a good time. Yeah. You know, we had some bumps and, uh, um, you know, we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent with the second season going forward. But... I think it was a hell of a time. I'm, I'm so glad that we, we started this and, and uh, we did it with you. 24 episodes. 24 yes. fucking episodes. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot, I think. It, but it, it's great for a show to have this many episodes just in yeah. one season. Mm -hmm. They should all have this much. Yeah. Not just these like eight, 10, yeah. 12 mini episodes. That, that's yeah. the theme lately, right? Like the last like few years, that's kind of the number a lot of these yeah. shows stay on. And then, and then they get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> first four yeah. episodes. Well, I think shit. Game of Thrones kind of set that into motion. Like when that first came out, that was like 10 episodes. Then it was like yeah. another 10. I mean, there, I'm sure there's well, other Well, it's like examples. the higher the budget, yeah, the less episodes I get. That makes sense. That's why there's, there's so yeah, many well, episodes. Well, that's true. Well, that's Game true. of Thrones is like an hour and change, isn't it? Yeah. yeah per episode. Yeah. There's that too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, here we are. Uh. So what we're going to do, we're, we're doing a wrap up of the first season and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what are our top three episodes from the first season of Tales from the Dark Side and uh, some other junk as we get into it. So let's uh, let's get rolling on this. And just to clarify, it'll be each of our top three, and I'm sure there'll be some crosstalk on each one of these. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I will criticize you and you. <laughs> That's fine. No, <laughs> no, we can you talk better. About it. Yeah, now that you said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? All right, I guess I'll start. So, do you want to do all three at once, or you want to do like a one, two, three? You want to. Let's do like, like one let, at a time. Yeah. And it, now this is top three in no particular order, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it's hard to, it's it's fun to find like which ones I enjoyed the most, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for each of us. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But ranking them, then it's like, mm, it's a little bit know. more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you give one, Joe give one, I give one, and we'll just okay. go around. And we'll just we keep going around. Yeah. Right, but yeah. We'll so, discuss yeah. on each one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of my favorites was Madness Room. I knew it was coming. Um, it's a fun one. It's a good one. I like that one. And it's like, I admit it's not perfect, but for what I look for in like these anthology episodes, it's, it's got everything I wanted. Just like has like mystery, some intrigue. Yeah. And then there's weird batshit ending <laughs> that's you don't see coming. It's well, like, it was fun. And especially that's one of those episodes. And then we specifically called out that like the, cause a lot of these episodes are like zoom in on something at the end. Yeah. But that's one of the ones I, that sticks out at me. That was like weird. They cut to the house burning down oh, yeah, yes. and yeah. then come back to the painting. Yeah. I guess and again, cause they paid to have it burned down. So they're not going to waste that footage. Sure. It's kind of cool too, because like it's very much in tune with the original idea of what the series was going to be. You know, it has that very EC feel to it. Yeah. Uh, that kind of runs. We, I think we talked about it on that episode. I, where, like. I, I'm certain that we brought yeah. up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. But, but but like how t t Tales from the Dark Side was supposed to be Creepshow the series. Yeah. Mm. Um. So so I think I think it falls right in the pocket there with the original intention of, of the series. So I mean I really like it. I think I think it's really good too. And it's like again there's that there's that classic story of like two conspiring lovers. Yeah. you know you know cheating on uh, uh the rich white guy yeah, that's always how it goes you know what yeah. i mean and that poor motherfucker didn't do nothing wrong no, though you right? know he was a nice guy yeah, he wasn't yeah. even a scumbag usually no. he's a scumbag yeah. not that one no they fucking build that fake room in his house where he's in the hospital <laughs> yeah. and everything and he they fucking go, burns it down yeah. dude yeah. they the go lantern. through a lot of trouble to make this whole like scheme work to give him a heart attack yeah. to like get his money usually it's like most of these couples are like these scheming like you know the cheating yeah. boyfriend and yeah. like you know, the guy she's having an affair with, mm -hmm. it's usually a little more straightforward or like, oh, all right, oh, oh, we'll kill him and then take the insurance money yeah. or something. But this one, it's like they got to you got to give him and, uh, you know, give him 
credit for the effort. I'm going to yeah, give them an, an E for effort. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because they like made this elaborate ghost story and like peppered in like a fucking Ouija board like and like key and all that. The, yeah. the key and the brick and, and all that bullshit and drop it through the hole and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the hole. The oh hole. my god. Well, that yeah. was Why did you own... tell him to do that? I, mean, I didn't. I thought you did. Yeah, secret ghost. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That, that, that's a good one. So it was fun. It's like yeah. this is it was like it, it checked all the boxes for me. And again, it's not perfect. But as far as like the structure of an episode goes and like laying the framework for like a story. Yeah. And a twist. Yeah. It's 100%. like cool. Because we don't have a whole lot of like straight up twists. No. no or yeah. or like cons conspiratory episodes yeah. where it's humans against each other rather than humans against a ghost or like a ghost against yeah. human or, or like a monster or yeah. something. It's like most of the time we have like a, like, you know, resolved issue yeah, or like some kind of plot, like, you know, ending. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing as far as like a twist like this. No. Where it's like, hey, there's a there's a ghost. There oh, actually right. is a ghost. Cool. <laughs> well, there's there's a couple twists there, because unless you see it coming, like them being the cheaters and everything. I mean, if if you're familiar with the material, you kind of see it coming, but there's that twist and the twist that, oh, I'm not quite dead yet. And then yeah. the ghost is the final, yeah. you know, That's proverbial my, nail in the coffin. Yeah. yeah. My favorite is when dude like pretends he's like dying and then like makes one last ditch of de- yeah. ditch effort and grabs the fucking lantern and throws it against the wall. It's like, we're all going to burn motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of great. I love it. So it's like, yeah. So as far as like what I like going into these, especially mm-hmm. with like tales from a crypt and the twists. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. this had it in, Cool. That's what makes it one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely say slippage is I I was that was the one I was waiting for you to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I was going down the list, I was like, oh man, I forgot about yeah. slippage. Such a good episode. It's a powerful episode. It's a powerful episode. It 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 really resonates with me and like how I feel a lot of the time. So like that one always really like hits me in the gut. Where it's like you're living this life and you're, you're putting this effort in like this art and stuff or, or, or whatever it is that you're doing. And then like everybody just like forgets about you or doesn't acknowledge that you exist. Uh, yeah. Kind yeah. of. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, have you even lived? Have you even been here? Yeah. Whatever. It's like, you're a ghost, you know? Um, it's a very sad episode and it's really well acted. And the guy from the warriors is in it. I forgot his name, but he's amazing. And he's it. so good. At he's great. Yeah. And yeah. All, all that fucked up imagery with like his wife and, and like the picture on the wall changing and everything. The, it, yeah. There's like that Marty McFly thing where like he, it changes into the other guy and you're not sure if like the other guy was always there and it was like a split personality or something. Like there's a lot of different ways you can cut the scene with his mom. At yeah. The door and she doesn't recognize. I him. know if I had a son and yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this one does hit you in like a lot of spots. And it's yeah. like, you could even say it's like, this is the most psychological, like, you know, strongest episode. I think so. Mm-hmm. De- definitely. I, I think it's, I think it's even above like the new man. Mm. Yeah. In terms, in terms of like dealing with not only mental issues and how they're perceived by yourself, but also the people around you. Like, he, like, like Vic Tabak is an alcoholic in the new man. And his whole thing is he relapses. Yeah. Whether Jerry's a demon or his own personal demon right, or whatever, yeah. like we're never really sure. Yeah. It's definitely it, not his son. It doesn't right. go as like deep as like something like this. No. Like, yeah, this yeah. is dealing with like stuff on like an existential level. Yes, it's an existential yeah. crisis, is which is basically yeah. having or uh, ex- just existence thereof. Because this guy isn't doing drugs or anything; he's literally just fading from mm. existence, yeah. <laughs> literally. Was he even born? It's the slippage. He's slipping yeah. out of reality, which is fucking terrifying. It's to a me. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. And 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 again, like like, it hits very close to home for me personally. So I, I it it's, it resonates with me in a way where I think more so than a lot of the other stories do. Um, especially because like he's also like a fucking graphic designer. Yeah, it's just like this weird <laughs> yeah. thing. The planets it's are aligning like, for you. It's yeah. another coincidence. Yeah, it's just another, yeah, it's it's another yeah. coincidence. Uh, yeah, I, I I love it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great episode, and I, and I think it holds up, and I think it will always kind of stand the test of time for sure. Especially from the first season. Yeah, lineup. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of kick off my my top three with one that Chris didn't get to join us for because I kind of want to know his opinion on it. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, but Bigelow's Last Smoke it's is great. in my top three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's... We, we talk about this anytime they come up, but it's one of those that's a one location episode outside of uh, what's his face uh, from Lost. What's his name? The guy on the oh, TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dad from Critters 2. Right. Well, that's probably a better example. I'm the yeah. Lost fucking Bernard from Lost. <laughs> yeah. I think is what I kept bringing up. Yeah. Mr. Just, Mr. Morgan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, just that whole idea. And I was joking on the episode. I was I was correlating it. Instead of just regular cigarettes to, to, to funny cigarettes, to weed cigarettes, and how that was my way to like put myself in his shoes and how fucked up that would be. And the whole thing is like, well, you really signed up for this treatment, buddy. Here's your name on the dotted line, and yeah. he and he can't handle it. Uh, you signed a contract, Mr. Biggle. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's definitely one of those more like I always hate to always reference Twilight Zone, but that's the one I've seen the most of, yeah. and it's it's it is iconic, but it feels very Twilight Zoney. Uh, which shouldn't be immediately make it better, but it it does for me for some reason. Yeah. And just that ending when it's like he finally thinks he's like off the hook, and now it's like let's work on the caffeine now. And he's like, ah, <laughs> 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 uh, it's just it's an amazing episode for me personally. You said you like that one, Chris? Yeah, I thought it's great. Yeah. It's like that episode. I'm pretty sure that helped me quit smoking. Really? Oh yeah. wow! Because like I'd like you know trying to quit and like oh, I can do it, and then it's like oh maybe tomorrow. Hey, but then it's hey like, Chris, can you slip a cigarette exactly. through the wall? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's like but then it's like I like that like that sound. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you try to like, oh, remember that episode? And it's like that was like this weird subconscious thing. Huh. Like, oh yeah. Oh, just like <laughs> made me feel like weird and I brought up Quitters Inc. on that episode. Oh yeah. Mm. And I feel like that pre- I think that predates when was Cat's Eye? 83? I think it it predates uh, uh Bigelow's Last Smoke, but it's it's very much the same kind of story. But like I was I was talking about that and like how, how like visceral that is with James Woods, like with his wife like going on the fucking electric floor oh, and shit. Oh, yeah. And that's how they get you the quickest like the mob. Yep. And they're yeah. <laughs> and they're like killing they're gonna like, shoot your grandma. They're gonna shoot your grandma, yeah. cut cut your wife's fingers off and yeah. shit. Talk about grandma's last wish right what? there. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop smoking, Mr. Bigelow. Olives as she gets blown yeah. away. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, it's a fun episode. I, I don't have much else to add. I, I kind of went deep dived into that when we did the episode, but it was it, a, it's a good one. It sticks with me, man. I yeah. think about it a lot. Yeah, I think the guy who plays Bigelow is really good too. Mm. Um, I don't know his name, but uh, I don't remember his name. Rather, it was like something like Thomas Riccolo or some shit like that. Thomas, I don't know Thomas Riccolo, Mr. Biccolo. I feel like I'm kind of close on that, but we'll somebody <laughs> check me on that one. So another one so, of my favorites. So what's and another I one? I think yeah. I'm taking one off of your list. Okay. If I know you as well as I think I do. I can replace it with something, but go on. Inside the closet. Yes. Okay. okay. This, I think, out of the season, does a good job of like summarizing what this show can be. Yeah, I would think so. Like it's hard to have like only one episode out of this whole run of the show that is like the Tales from the Dark Side episode. Yeah. But I feel like if there was it would be this would be included in a pack of say episodes. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. And I think the reason is because it's like creep show. It's like the crate light. Yep. Is what it is. That's the best way to describe it. Yep, it is. It's got Fritz Weaver in it. Tom Savini's doing the doing the effects, you know, it and directing. And directing. John Harrison's doing the yeah. score. Like it, it's, it's like, like the great value version it's of It's the great show. value of version the of the crate yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. In the most positive of lights. Yeah. Oh, no, sure. Yeah. In, no, in the most positive way. And I, you know, it it just it hits home with, I think, like you said, like bringing all of those flavors together in, in into a package that you want to see. You know, there's a beautiful girl, there's a weird little creature, and there's a creepy house with with a with a creepy you know professor of of zoology. Isn't or that whatever. what we're all looking for? I, I, in like yeah, well, movies and str- yeah. I think when we did that one, I I said specifically that I want Fritz Weaver's fucking house <laughs> in yeah, with like it. the monkey skulls yeah. and all the, oh, God, the yeah. fucking you know, the rats in the jars yeah. and all that shit. Like I don't know, love it, it. It's it's just so good, and it's like I feel like the show is at its strongest when it's like leaning more into what it can do in the world of horror. Yeah. Rather than not, not seeing the comedy here doesn't work ever because there's some funny episodes. There are. Yeah. But I feel like when it knows what it can do in the horror sense, it kills it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, this is one of those where it's like, this is really where it can go. 
And I, I wish it got to this level more often. Mm. There are some really creepy scenes in it. Two specifically that always stick out to me are there's like this long pan. Uh, I think it's like a or it's like a pan down. They go down to underneath the bed and like Lizzie's underneath the bed and her mm-hmm. eyes are blinking, just like kind of like the crate. Yeah. That freaks me out. And just like the idea of having this little door <laughs> right. in a room that's like locked consistently yeah. and then like like Alice open sometimes and then sometimes there's nothing in it and other times there's like little dresses in it like yeah. that it's fucking creepy yeah. even without the creature you know yeah like the little tiny doorknob the door was what only like say like that it's big only that big yeah. yeah so it's like yeah just finding that in a room that's like, why i put the wardrobe in yeah. there because the closet's <laughs> locked yeah love it it's all it's also that double on t- not double entendre but it, it's also that uh that thing too where fritz like knows that the monster's up there and like purposely puts the ad out to get co-eds oh, yeah. to yep. come to stay so that yeah. it, it can eat yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. i don't that, know there's which a little is... more like behind the scenes going on than he's up yeah. to yeah, yeah. Which, which is another classic trope yeah uh but i love it yeah <laughs> I, I just love how like surprise he acts too he's like oh r- really oh, you don't yeah. say. oh the door opened <laughs> did it I'm trying to open that door for yeah. a couple of years. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in his head like, yeah, all right. Lizzie's getting to work. All right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. When it scares the shit of him at the end, you're like, oh, my God, it's going to kill him. And then he picks it up and like tells it a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like puts it to bed. Come it's on great. daddy's lap. Yeah. 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 It's so good. The fucking thing is creepy, man. Okay. Well, you took one of mine that I was going to say, but that's okay. <laughs> he knew it. He knew I, it but he I figured it. we were going to pick it anyway. Well, but... We have some overlap, too. Well, like, there is over, yeah. there is overlap, but I feel like I can switch it out. Yeah. yeah you don't got to so worry can... about my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> to get to my next pick. Uh, I think Answer Me is one of the okay. definitely okay. one of the better episodes in this. I, were you on that episode? No, it was you and I. I you was were, not. Yes, not. that's the one with the, the phone attack. So let's get, end. yeah, let's get your opinion uh, on that since we didn't hear what you thought of it. I definitely remember that episode. You both really liked that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that one was just okay. Uh, the horror element of the phone is very creepy in that one, especially yeah. this phone that won't stop ringing. But I just don't remember the full episode doing it for me. Uh, but the concept is fucking great. The idea of this phantom or possessed phone like throwing itself against the wall <laughs> yeah. at night. And you're like, what? And like the whole time, like you hear the phone ringing, but there's also this banging. And you don't put the two together until you actually see it. And then it's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. This phone's been throwing itself against the fucking yeah. wall. Like, it's just weird. And that one shot where it's like on the phone, like POV with the phone going along the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's creepy too. I, I love the shot when she opens the door and um, she sees the, the, the wall and the fucking door are just all messed up from this phone just like throwing itself yeah, against it. That's a creepy up. scene. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that's like my uh, wife's Pomeranian when he was still alive. All right. <laughs> Threw pretty. itself against the wall. No, it, well, they used to lock it in the, in the study when they went out to eat so he wouldn't go get too upset running around the house. Yeah. But he would just claw at this door, jumping at it. It's like, oh my god, it's like a bulldozer hitting the door up there. Holy shit, man! And there's a lot of creepy scenes too, where she's actually talking on the phone, and it's her talking, like it's her voice talking back to her, and it's like, "Hello, you've reached whatever. This phone's not <laughs> yeah. working, already. Uh Should I should I call the canine unit, uh, oh the, the ambulance, the suicide? the suicide line?" She's like, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. I just want to disconnect. She's like, is this your phone? She's like, no. She's like, well, you can't disconnect your own phone or somebody else's yeah, phone. Yeah, it's weird. It's really yeah. strange. And then she's, and then it's like, yes, the person who owned this phone killed themselves and blah, 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 blah. So uh, that one makes you think too. Um, and then, you know, strangled, strangled by, <laughs> strangulation by phone cord yeah, by yeah, a possessed phone. Uh, um, it's a good one. It's a, it's a creepy one for sure. Yeah. And it's like one of those ones where it's like, it's made better because of its low budget. Yeah, and right. what it has to work with. Yeah. So instead of just kind of like, I'm, I almost said phoning it in. I'm not going there. I'm not making that joke. <laughs> but instead of, you know, taking the easy yeah. route and just doing something very bare bones. Yeah. It's like they work with what they're, you know, what they have. Yeah. And it's such a tense episode. But the lighting really makes it too. Yeah. The man. lighting too. I think we even mentioned that like they could have made it so fucking hokey if yep. they put like teeth yep. or something oh, on the God. phone. Yeah. And it's just a phone. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it even scarier. Yeah. And it's like in describing it, it almost sounds like kind of goofy and kind of silly. But it's like they pull it off somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, but they, they but they do it. It just works. And yeah. what's her face? Uh, uh, the the queen from um, Willow. I forget her name. But oh, it was the actress. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. really great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Please don't help me. So, painkiller, of course, had to be on my list. 
Not even really that good of an episode, but that's one that I've just referred to so many effing times since we recorded it that I had to be on my list. (laughs) It's just, it's again, like, I don't love it. I I think there's actually episodes I think that are better made uh, in in this first season overall, but I don't know, man. There's this fucking old man who's got a fucked up back because some demon just wants to, like, milk him for money (laughs) for for all these these back help uh, solutions that don't do anything. Uh, it's just hilarious to me. And just this guy, this guy that's like uh, right out of Brooklyn or Queens or something that's just like telling his wife, like, just just let me take care of this, please. Don't don't help me. I'll, it'll be fine. And then the end of the episode is his wife's murdered and now he's got to kill the next person. Yeah. Significant other. And he's just like not putting it together until it's way too late. <laughs> is that a caramel? I love caramel. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Another quote. Yeah. Um. Farley Granger as the devil doctor is fucking great, man. Yeah. And it's like, this is this is another fun episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's whereas it's not my favorite, I appreciate it. Sure. For it's like what it's doing here. And it's like you're you're bringing some comedy into yeah. it. And I know I just said, like, you know, don't No, yeah. It's we need a little bit of this. Like we need more episodes like this, yeah, and to balance out those like. Well, it doesn't beat you over the head with the comedies. The guy is just funny. Yeah, yeah, and Peggy Cass is great in it too as his wife, who's also pops up in some monsters episodes too. She's she she's a trip, man. Especially when at first she's just like, okay, yeah, your back's hurt. All right, whatever. And then you see like slowly like they have less and less money, and like the less time she has to put up with the bullshit as it goes on is kind of (laughs) great. The problem is like he does he is experiencing back pain, but they they can't find anything because he's it's being it's being like wheeled by the devil. Yeah, well, right, exactly. And I love when you first like see him standing outside and watching him. He's like just randomly on a tree branch, like oh, just staring oh, in. He's outside. Yeah. Uh it's it's very memorable yeah. and uh it's again one I always think about, especially since I just think I that that stupid line is funny to me and it, it makes me think of our show more so than actually tales from the dark side <laughs> to be honest yeah. uh so yeah that's got to be in my top three man it's a good one it's fun yeah yeah please don't help him yeah so chris Just let me lie here for a while <laughs> oh yeah exactly. on the kitchen floor do you want a blanket not a good blanket because you're on the floor yeah yeah uh so chris what is your your final of your top three so my third one and it's hard to pick Sure. And number three. And again, no order here. And, Levitation. Ooh. It's a good one. Another one. I just, I love the atmosphere in this episode. Yeah. Joe Turkle's fucking bringing it, dude. so good. Yeah. R.I.P. He died right after we did that episode. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, again, it's like, I just like how this episode's like set up, how it's pulled off. And mm-hmm. it's like, the ending gets a little weird, I guess. But it's like, I mean, that's the beauty of it. I think that guy's fucked. Yeah, I think they're getting frozen or hit by an airplane. I think it like ends on a super downer, and I think that's why I like it. (laughs) It's just weird. There's no music. He's just floating. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's like like a little bit uncomfortable, and it's like it's just unsettling. And like I don't remember even liking that episode a ton, but like it's it's thought uh, uh, evoking. Yeah, just like the whole backstory with the magician and everything. About how he did this this trick on his daughter, and it's heavily implied she died from it. And so then that, he learned from Houdini and shit, right? Oh, like, yeah. It's very uh, and the heckler yeah. that gets put, you know, put yeah. in his place. But maybe like the punishment was way more severe than yeah. than necessarily he deserved. But oh well, you play with fire. Sometimes you get burnt. Yeah, it, it's also that sad thing of like Joe Turkle, like also proving to himself that he could mm. still do it. Yeah. And it nearly killed him last time. He said he'd never do it again. But like he's but he has been reduced to like this sideshow carnival doing yeah, like, like shitty tricks. Working in parking lots and yeah. drinking fucking dirty right. whiskey out of dirty glasses, eating like fucking eggs yeah. on the back bed of a truck. You right. know what I mean? Like refried. Like, I feel fried like there's chicken. always a yeah. good story in like the mystery of like and this there's no not cheesy way to say this, but like the world of like magicians. No, I know I would sort say of that. like that occult world and things like that. Like um Lord of Illusions. Lord of Illusions is great. Like, I think that's times, a good yeah. one that kind of like has that sort of background. Yeah, what's that one with Billy Zane? The tale, the, the tales. Oh, well cooked hams. Well cooked hams. Yep. I say, yeah. With uh, who else is in that? That's not. Um, what's his face? Uh, 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 I almost said. Um, <laughs> fucking Joe Estevez. Estevez. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, not Joe, Joe Estevez. Estevez. Oh God, uh, it was that Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, I just always like that kind of angle and like when there's like an old sideshow kind of yeah. setting, mm-hmm. you don't know exactly what year it is. 
Mm-hmm. You see like big fish. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. one where it yeah, has yeah. like you see the lights and everything and it's like this old what's the other one? Nightmare Alley? Um, I haven't seen that yet. It's pretty good. And I, you keep telling me yeah. that. I gotta I gotta check Again, it out. Again, not to sound like a broken record, but it's like it feels like a Tales from the Crypt like mm. full length yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. And it's not just because an old twist or some kinda yeah. it's just the way the atmosphere and the sure. way it plays out and stuff. But yeah, as far as levitation, it's like yeah, the sideshow setting the weird like surrealness of not knowing a time period you're in yeah little things like that that that's that really makes the episode for me never meet your heroes chris yeah that's that's the, po- the that's the that's the yeah, point of yeah. that's the way you take away from the episode <laughs> yeah don't meet joe turkle <laughs> and whatever you do don't piss him off yeah, well, <laughs> fucking send you into yeah, space yeah seriously um iron man's gonna be flying by waving yeah. this is tougher than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah and i keep changing my mind and flip-flopping um we were going to do five. We were going to do five. Even then, I, I well, maybe I think five would have been a little bit easier, but but this is kind of fun. Um, I think word processor of the gods. And I say that because I want to like I, I think I, I wanted to try to like throw a good mix in. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, of good episodes that I really like. And um, that's one where it's like you have this machine that has a finite amount of wishes to make. Any dream of yours come true. Got you saying wishes now, man. Why you? When we did that episode, I kept calling them wishes. You're like, they're not fucking wishes. I can't. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's play the clip. Let's play yeah, the clip. The audio clip. <laughs> yeah, and then he sees the the you know the picture of her not there anymore. So he's like, huh. All right. I'll wish for some gold. <laughs> it's not even a wish. Sorry, <laughs> in advance if that was the case. So, uh, requests. How's that sound? I, I, I'm just busting your balls, man. Um, like, they're fucking wishes. Uh, <laughs> that one has to be on one of these. It's over it here, is, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. I'm just saying because I remember on a that story being by one Stephen of like, King. the featured yeah. episodes. Yeah. I mean, it is a King story, sure, but like, and you have uh, Bruce Davison yeah. in it, who's fucking great. He really is. Um, I I love the idea. That one is very crypt as well, especially the daydreaming sequences in it. Mm. So that's another reason why why I wanted to mention it too, because uh, it feels very much like, you know, maybe not as extreme or goofy as Jordy Verrill, but it's like, it's like a more serious version of yeah. that, uh, where he's found this thing that can make all his problems go away, but it might not give him the results that he wants. Which is kind of interesting. Kind of monkey paw esque. It's monkey paw esque for sure. With with less serious consequences. Yeah. It is a, it ends up working out for him for Bruce to leave my wife. Yeah, to leave oh, my wow, yeah, to yeah. Leave my wife and my fucking bastard kid. <laughs> he basically got like the uh, outcome that Pierce Bronson's character wanted in Lawmore. Maybe <laughs> just hit a few buttons on a fucking uh, pro- word processor, and he was. Good. I am a man who lives alone except for Job. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Exactly. No, no, and, and Cybo Man. Yeah, well, oh my god, sign me up for that movie. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think it's really fun. I think the concept's really fun, and like. Imagine I, I love the idea of like thinking about the fact that like making this this thing out of junk that somehow is able to change history or make things appear or make your life better or worse, depending on what you pick. I don't know. It's uh, it's a fun one. I like it a lot. And, and, and that's one that really holds up uh, uh, all around, I think, too, for the whole for the whole series. And I would say if you haven't heard that episode Check it out because we kind of go into what we would do if we yes, had the processor. We, yes, what we, what we wishes yeah, yeah, yeah. we would make. And I <laughs> I think I said some pretty selfish things, but I stick to whatever I said. <laughs> you superpowers and it's money. It's your I think word it processor was. you do with yeah. 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 But you only have so many yeah. wishes. Give me that teleportation power, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So my, my third pick here, it's got to be the odds, baby. Oh, Tommy Vale. You like boxes? You like boxing? Little the- birds? Never tell me the odds, Joe. <laughs> and that's a that's another solid episode, dude. Great it's episode. so yeah. good. It's one that I always go back to. Uh, it, what's the line, Danny Leo? Never underestimate the power of the human, human will. will yes, and Tom Noonan, man, is so Tom, good. Tom Noonan is is a very underrated actor. I feel like, and he's excellent in it. Yes, and, and as he, Bill Lacey, exactly, and even like the guy on the side. I forget his name, but the guy that keeps getting told to get Horace. The Horace. Why not Horace? Horace? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there you go. There's the yeah. actual. Oh, I'm, like, I'm reading the odds thing right here. <laughs> oh, it's boss. Like, yeah. it's just, That's it. 
<laughs> get, hey, Cassie, oh get me a soap, oh would you? Oh, my God. It's just I, a really good episode, man. Yeah, it's that excellent. Just, it really sticks out in the whole series so far. And, and I was kind of going down the line because I know when, when we did the episode, uh, if the shoe fits, I would say that's one of my favorite episodes. Sure. And that is one of those comedy ones, mm. Chris. But that one. Oh, I'm been... not saying like I don't like the comedy oh, ones. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I was like, man, as funny as that episode is, like this one, I feel like is more powerful. The odds, uh, and just like the way that he tricks Tom Noonan, and 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 I don't know, it's just something about that episode overall is just very memorable. And how eventually at the end, he's like, well, I won, but my time is up. Like I, I realize I have actually lost, yeah, and yeah. like, but I gave myself enough time to like beat Tom Noonan one more time, and you know. Uh, while you get that last soak, uh, here's what I want you to do with my finances since I yeah. have five minutes. Oh, yeah. Get, you me, know? Get, me, get me a soak <laughs> so I can write the last will and testament. Of t- right. Oh. I mean, the episode ends with this dead body on yeah. the counter. It's it's kind of great. And the thing that makes this so good, too, is like every now and then we have an episode that's just like blessed by like really solid actors. Like they just got lucky. Oh, yeah. With some of the people we have throughout these. I think that's what it is. With why, why it's so yeah. good. Is and this because, is one of the yeah. probably one of the best casted episodes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's like both Danny Aiello and Tom Noonan. Mm-hmm. It's like they're they're awesome in this. Even the tertiary game, like Horace is great too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, and the whole it works betting, really well. The betting aspect of it, yeah. them going back and forth, and you know, oh yeah, you want to make this bet? Oh yeah, yeah. But it's, don't I look like that guy that killed himself? Or I forget the exact semantics. So you Bill but... Lacey's kid? Oh yeah, he's lying at first. He's lying at first. <laughs> no, he, no, is. they think he's Bill Lacey's kid, yeah, but it's yeah, actually yeah. Bill Lacey. Right, he's the ghost. He walks in the fog. Yeah, it's it's, it's the. I could say this about almost every episode, yeah. but the way that that episode in particular shot mm-hmm. a lot of like. To make you, the audience, figure out, oh, this is probably a ghost when, like, the fog comes in before he steps in. Yeah. Like, little touches like that that are just really, you don't need it, but it elevates the episode and the show as a whole. Like, they do that throughout all the different directors and, and creative designers of this show. Like, it, it, an episode could be, like, an eight and, like, something else that someone on the production team did or an actor added some kind of little tweak uh that, that elevates it to a nine or a ten or, yeah. you know depending on your own personal rating system but like i don't just the show consistently even on ones i'm not crazy about there's always something you're like uh, besides one that i think we're going to mention before we wrap this up uh that 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 is just like man like that had an idea there maybe it didn't work for me but they were trying something different mm-hmm. or or there was an element in there that wasn't in any other episode like mookie and pookie comes to mind because I don't think any of us love that episode. No, but the idea is fine. Exactly. Like, and it's like, a yeah. fine the episode. The guy in the computer, and it has yeah. that funny ending yeah. where they're, where they're, they're the getting along. The plain scrabble. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, this show, at least up to this point, is has been very good of every episode. Gives you a different flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did, we did get a decent amount of demon and... and uh, Soul contracts, if you will, yeah, throughout those are, here. Those are popular. Yeah, we'll yeah. strap in because they're in every okay. fucking season. Well, I'm gonna say, but every time they've come yeah. up so far, yeah. there's a different angle on it. And yeah. I like that sure. uh, for this show as a whole. Yeah. Uh I, I kind of turned my 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 spot on on the odds into a, a commentary on the whole series so far. But yeah. No, I mean I, I, I agree with everything you said. But with all of that being said, we just did our, our top three-ish in no particular <laughs> order. Yeah, yeah. What would be the worst? What, what are your worst episodes? You just we're not, we're not going to go. Do we want to just say it on we're, in we're not unison? Gonna, well, we're not going to go like deep, deep dive like we just did with everything else or talk about everything else, but just like your your least, your three least favorite episodes of, of this season. I think that's fair. All right. On three. One, Wait, two. Okay. Oh, well, you want to do a couple or just the one? I I was I wanted to do a couple, okay. but definitely there's number one on that list for okay. all of us. I would say <laughs> I got, that's what I'm leaning towards. Trying to let's just talk about it. The gin, no chaser. Gin, just like gin, the drink. Gin? I keep saying it's, the gin. It's it's not the gin. Right, it's just right, gin. right, the D silent. I keep the forgetting about that. Holy shit, does this episode suck? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much, but I it it's just it doesn't work. We went back. I think we talked about it on that episode, and I went back to see the original story because I was like, "You can't suck this bad, right?" Like they they, they changed oh, it. Does. It. it does. I was like, "They changed it. They made they made it all shitty." And it's like, no, nah, that original story is nearly verbatim the 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 episode, and it's just like, why did we pick this? Yeah, and just you got Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and like, not that he's necessarily an actor, but he's got a very iconic voice, and like he's done other parts. It's like, and he's just like kind of there. The only thing I remember from it, what is that? Uh, uh, it's, is it Enter the Dragon? What's the yeah. one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Which I don't know. Does he, he, he does speak in that, but he doesn't have a lot of lines. But he the just point wears sunglasses and he fights Bruce Lee. Right. Well, the point being, it's like he's totally wasted, and, and the plot as a whole is just bad. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that that's that's got to be the worst one so far. Like, I feel like this that episode was like somebody doing someone a favor, where it's like, yeah, we'll let you have an episode and just kind of just. But it's weird because we have like silly and goofy episodes. You know, we've seen them before, but this one just like falls on its face. I mean, there's like no. <laughs> There's maybe a couple funny lines because yeah. of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is saying it, yeah. which is kind of funny. Uh, the, but the monkeys, you smell like monkeys flat. Sweat of a thousand monkeys uh, or yeah. some shit. Like yeah. That's funny. I it's mean, it's like stupid. It's just like dumb. Plus yeah. the actors like kind of get on my nerves. Like the one guy fucking makes my blood uh, The main boy. guy in yeah. the straight jacket. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He's just yeah. fucking annoying. That's like, I, I feel like every episode in this show is worth watching. Except for the <laughs> except for yeah. that one. I don't like there it's hard to find like any kind of redeeming qualities in it. I don't want to bash it. No, it's just yeah. like come on, it's like you could do better, Dark Side. I mean, I don't know if I could actually name three that I don't like, but I can name at least one more. I think me too. It's like there's always there's something endearing in most of these. Uh, most of them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to like just steer the ship on this, but like the other one that comes to mind for me is it all comes out in the wash. Uh, I mean, I, I think I say straight up in that episode, I'd skip it if I, on a rewatch. Yeah, that's low on my list too. Um, because James Hong is fucking great in that, but he's so like in the background. Like he has a couple of lines on the phone, and the beginning's kind of great, where he's like talking to the guy about his laundry service. But overall, I just think that episode just doesn't really work for me at all. And again, like we talked about it on that episode, and I think Chris agreed at the time, but it was just like. All right, like there's a concept, and I feel like I, I, I don't always want to like go back to that when I'm like complaining about something, but I'm just trying to be kind of fair to the show. Yeah. Because again, it is something different. Uh, and the idea of the dirty laundry and he's changing, like I get the concept. It just the whole episode kind of just gets a little too long in the tooth for me. So yeah. that might be another one I would say. Like whenever I think about that and try to like you know reflect back on it, I remember, I always think it's better than it actually is. Yeah. I don't know. Because I know you like that one. I, I, I do, but I like it because James of the James Hong stuff. Yeah, sure. But like it's not it's not high he up is on the, the best part of the yeah, episode. And it's not high up on my list. And I like I kinda like the concepts that it deals mm-hmm. with, but it's just been done better in other anthology pieces. Um it's fine. I think Snip Snip is low on my list. Sure. Bud Court and Carol Kane do not save that episode. No. They, they, that is one when I'm talking about elevating episode. They elevate it, but it wasn't it wasn't an eight already. It was Carol like maybe Kane a would four elevate or five. me to, to skip the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Like I think Bud Court's funny. I like his little bit in the beginning where he tells off the dean and all that kind of shit. But that movie I, I think I think that episode like takes weird turns that we talked about on the episode. Mm-hmm. And it's just super uneven and doesn't jive and i don't yeah uh, it's another weird tarot it's, one it, too it's kind of no it's like the witchcraft thing well i guess that's more specific it's a yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a skipper natural i should say yeah it's a skipper for me um well like chris just said you got answer me right after that so yeah. if you're going down your marathon you might just say fuck this i want to watch answer me yeah. <laughs> that, that's the one where like if you're working on something in the background you don't really look up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, your, your, your hyper focus yeah. right and what you're doing but that's the, like the beauty of the show and i know we've said it before but it's like the variety you get yeah it's like it's fun even when you hit a bad episode yeah no or I mean, one you don't like really enjoy yeah with the exception of gin no chaser yeah, uh i think too. snip snip is watchable yeah you know yeah it's like there's something to pull in each of these but some of these you kind of favor more than others 100 percent. i think one that's a little lower on my list too in this, I'm, I might even just say two, just to just okay. throw these out there. Okay. Tear Collector. Sure. And Anniversary Dinner. See, I was actually going to mention Anniversary Dinner. That one's underwhelming. Yeah. Right. But I like the concept. And it's like kind of both of them. It's like, I want there to be more of what they're both trying to do. Like, like Tear Collector at least is so different than like every episode. Yeah. I think we even say on that episode, it almost feels like a bright side episode, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So I totally get that one. Like we've talked about how these episodes kind of work together for, for as part of like a bigger picture uh, to get the feel for the show. And I yeah. think we talked about in that episode, not to always say that even though this is the wrap up, but like it's, 
it's pretty good, but it's I, I totally get where you're coming from, Chris. But as far as like anniversary dinner, you nailed it, Joe. It's underwhelming. And and again, I think I even say in that episode, like I felt like I called it before the other shoe dropped. So I'm just waiting for it to drop. I think that's yeah. the problem with it is it's too predictable from the right out of the gate. Mm. And they like they don't deliver 100 percent on like the cannibal stuff. I do. I, I like I love the idea of that weird room they have. Yeah. yeah, and like, I like there's some good ideas. There's some really good ideas, like the, like the scene when like they're fucking with the hot water and and then like it's it tense for a second because like dad hasn't fixed it in a while. Yeah, like, I, I I like I like the fact that they have a giant hot tub that they use as a as a boiling pot yeah, just and like carrots. And yeah, yeah, like I, I like that spoon. Yeah. I think I think Sybil is a really terrible actress and i think that mm. might bring it down yeah. too that final shot is pretty great though when they yeah. show all the skulls the, in the skulls cabinet. are great yeah, yeah I, cool. I like that too the tear collector though sorry i just want to come back to that mm -hmm. for a second yeah i love that episode because it's different like i think even on that i said what you just said where mm -hmm. like you need a little bit of different flavors or or it's an integral to the to the to the, the tales from the dark side stew if you will it's not very scary it's weird. I, I I think it is just sad with like a kind of happy ending. Um, I love the idea of this guy who's some kind of keeper, keeper or creature or entity who feeds off the sadness of the world yeah. while simultaneously taking it away from like us yeah. or like beings. I think no, that's a yeah. kind of a cool idea. But I would agree that like it wouldn't be one to reach for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or be and like, hey, that, you gotta watch yeah. this. And one. that's what I mean. It's like I don't yeah. mean it's a bad episode because it's not. It's yeah. like there are things that I can appreciate and things yeah. it does. Yeah. But as far as like my just what I look for in these, I'm not even saying it's like even low on my list. Yeah. It's just I'm just thinking of ones that are just like not as far up to the top. And yeah, I would, sure. You know, I would even say that's one you definitely like if you were trying to get someone into the series, I would not show them no. that one first. No. Like once yeah. you once you've dipped your toes and that's why it's like kind of in the middle of the series, yeah. honestly, I feel like. It's like, yeah, check out the tear collector. Like, yeah. let let us know what you think, but don't yeah. start with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, it's not even it, it. It doesn't even belong in the same breath as Jin No Chaser. No, 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 that, no. that's on its own plan because it's competently made and well written. Yeah, it's just not necessarily in the same tone of the rest the actors, of the series. Like the actors are great in it. Yeah, it's just like it goes like, I appreciate the, like the weird stuff that it does. Yeah, but something about it, it's like. I don't fully like totally enjoy it. So sure. That's just why it's somewhere in that nebula of like, <laughs> yeah. all right, I can, this yeah, is I can live my, without it. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw one more out there. I can't remember the name of the episode. It's not even that it's like in the lower tier. Cause I actually like this one quite a bit. Uh, what's the answering machine one with Richie Tozer. Oh, the, the all clone by the telephone. That's a great one. Yeah. But also, like, I don't think of it immediately when I think of, like, great episodes. Yeah. It's middling, but, like, it's got such an amazing concept. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, the goddamn guy's name is escaping me, Richie Tozer. Uh, the Harry actor. Anderson. Harry, Harry Anderson. Yeah. Uh, he he is one that elevates the episode, and we yeah. even have the damn answering machine around here somewhere. Oh, it's in the other room. So, so there's that appeal to it. But uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's, like, bottom three, but it's definitely one that I'm like, huh. That concept's kind of great, and I, I also do like the inside joke of it possibly being related to Answer Me. Maybe they were having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Does the word alternate reality, what is yeah. it? Alternate universe mean, mean anything, anything to you? So I don't know if that would be like one of the lower ones, but maybe that's like an honorable mention. Yeah. I don't know. Like you start once you start kind of like going down the list of every episode, like you start to second guess yourself. So I don't want to like go deep too deep into yeah. that territory per se. But it's that's like, one worth mentioning. Maybe one way to look at this too is like instead of like you know like you said, in, instead of trying to rank them, it's like episodes that have potential mm. that didn't really like live up to what it was trying to. I would agree with that. Like, like yeah. meanwhile, you have weird ones like Grandma's Last Wish, where it's like they knew exactly what they were doing in this episode, whether it's successful or not. Who knows? But it's like it's a thing yeah. uh, that, that stands on its own in it, the pantheon of Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. Sometimes Tales from the Dark Side teeters dangerously into over comedic themes. Well, Grandma's Last Wish definitely is one and of them. Like, <laughs> it really guts fucking nutty in like the fourth season with some of these fucking episodes. Mm. Uh, the, the 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 I don't I forget what it's called, but the one the like I love Lucy ripoff episode with oh, Moni May yeah. or whatever. Oh, the, no. When we get into that, that fucking the guy who was in Alligator, tough. yeah, oh, man, they, that was a, that's a fucking weird episode. But uh, yeah, but like as a whole, now that we've hit the end of the first season, out of you know four seasons of the show, yeah, 
we at least you know especially us growing up within sean yeah. like you now like oh yeah you know seeing a whole like first season of this yeah taking a step back from like each episode you know as like individual things as a whole like as like a show so far what we've seen with like the season like this first season like what are your thoughts on like what it's doing where it, you know what it is as like a show like what's your favorite thing as a whole about what's here so far yeah i mean i i think it's really well done i mean this is one of those shows that like i wish i watched when i was growing up even if it was kind of before my time regardless um it, it kind of makes me think about the genre or i guess subgenre, if you want to call it that of anthology movies i don't know is that a genre subject you get what i'm saying i think i think anthology is a genre um because again like I, I know i mentioned it several times already so i'll try to make this my last reference to it but like twilight zone is something i grew up with and that was my anthology growing up sure that's and what I'm, you related to yeah and i'm sure a lot of people obviously yeah. people older oh, yeah. than us too yeah. But it's like, it's cool for me to kind of be like, oh, this exists and I've never seen it. So it's a whole like 24 fucking different movies, technically <laughs> yeah. 22 minute at movies, basically. Yeah. And like I just watched uh, Guillermo del Toro's new series, which it was just like five or six fucking movies, like 45 minutes long each. And it was yeah. like kind of cool. So like. I like these kind of things for that. Like, you're, are you afraid of the dark? So yeah. You know, your outer limit. So it's kind of fun to be going into it for the first time and then kind of having that perspective from you guys are like, oh, I've seen these all multiple yeah. times. Mm -hmm. And then like, just not that you wouldn't form the same opinion you would if you came to it fresh, but just different angle that you came at it to is just kind of interesting uh, for me to also be involved in the conversation. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But, but it's also just, it, it's been a fun ride so far. I mean, I've been enjoying the show. That's part of the fun that we've been having is that you haven't seen these before, mm. you know? So it's like you have us who we've seen these multiple times and then somebody with a completely fresh take with a fresh pair of eyes mm. never saw it before. You know what I mean? And like that, I think there's a lot of value in that and a lot of fun things that, that have come out of that in the discussions of these over the, over the, the first season that we've covered. Mm. So it's cool. I, I think, I think it's, it's been a really fun time. Yeah. And it's like, that's the fun of like Sean was saying in like these short story yeah. formats is it gives you a chance to, see these like really brief stories like they're little movies yeah yeah it's like you have like 20 or so minutes to you know get the story entertain people at all in inside of a half an hour and, and it's you like, gotta hook them yeah yeah and same with movies it's like yeah. there's gonna be like stinkers there's gonna be ones that just you don't you're not into but then there's ones that can like be so good that they like summarize like a series for you oh, sure yeah. like are you afraid of the dark it's like phone police oh, wow. it's like you have like oh, those iconic one, yeah. sort yeah. of episodes yeah. like that where it's like all it takes is like one really solid episode for it to just lock in your brain. Mm -hmm. Now you're a fan of the show and you have like a good memory of it. Yeah. Well, I, you just said it, Chris. That's why anthology series, I think, are so good because yeah. not to repeat what you just said, but you're 100 percent right. I mean, you might turn it on and it might be an episode that doesn't turn you on the show and you never watch it again. But you have one in 24 chances that you're going to yeah. find one that's right up your alley. <laughs> it's like yeah. throw enough shit at the wall. Something's, something's going to stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which, which has a negative connotation, but we're saying it in a positive yeah. uh, way. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, especially with something like this, it's like you can go, you can literally do a, a ranked list of like budget versus like execution. Yeah. Sure. On a lot of these shows. Oh, so yeah. Like Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt, Monsters, this, mm -hmm. you know, mm. all those where it really comes down to the storytelling. Absolutely. 100%. And it's like where this one, it's like, there's a couple episodes, like ones that just take place in one room. You mm. can tell it's like, they don't have a whole lot of money to throw around. Yeah. But they're doing their best. Yeah. Especially Whereas, for what they're trying to accomplish yeah. with, with whatever episode that, that might be. Yeah. It's like, once we get some, once we get to monsters, then it gets a little, <laughs> a little hokey with like, you know, but then some of those episodes are like incredible, like bug house is fucking incredible, oh, yeah. man. It's like, like, there's definitely some, some solid ones. There's some, <laughs> even the ones that aren't too great. There's some charm to them. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's where I lean into a lot with this show mm -hmm. where it's like the low budget works for me mm -hmm. because of what it does with like atmosphere and tension. Mm. And there's like a quality to it. I can't put my finger on yeah. but it's like. The bigger budget stuff doesn't have no what this show does. I think it's because they're experimenting and trying new things and and doing kind of what they want to do. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't land all the time, yeah. but it's different enough that it's intriguing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think the magic thing about um this type of storytelling and 
the low budgetness of it and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, or what I always found fascinating and what has attracted me to it is that it's, it feels like it's, I can accomplish it. Yeah. Mm. You know, I never, I never saw, like, I, I, I never saw myself like in Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it was always like doing a Tales from the Dark yeah. Side or like some kind of B movie. Right. You know what I mean? For like no money and, and just making a cool thing the best that we could do. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's why growing up with this has left such an impact. And how it's, yeah, how it's impacted us as, as people and as filmmakers and stuff, too, I think. I mean, I know we talked about that briefly on the Creep Show episode that we did, but um, it runs through all yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. Like, like there is a network of veins that that, that stretch out through uh, uh, Creep Show and, and, and ta- Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters and Twilight Zone and, and all of these other B-movies that we oh, surround yeah. ourselves yeah. with and, and watch and enjoy and, and have captivated us as, as uh, people um, and individuals. And I think um, it's a testament to the fact that nothing, no budget, and no amount of exposure can beat a good storytelling or or, Fun uni- idea. or unique yeah. storytelling. Yep. Even if they don't stick the landing every time, it's they still tried something different. Mm-hmm. You know, I fucking love this series <laughs> so <laughs> much. I love it yeah. so much. So that's it. That is our our wrap up of the first season of tales from the dark side we hope you enjoyed it uh we've had a lot of fun talking about it we're going to continue to talk about oh, yeah, it yeah yeah uh, for, for a while for a while uh we're, we're going to be jump we're going to be diving headfirst into season two soon so stay tuned um thanks for hanging out thanks for enjoying the show um thanks for your support and um uh, we hope you have been enjoying going through tales from the dark side not only watching the episodes but also hanging out with us while we talk about them um and until next time fellas try to enjoy the daylight we'll catch you later tales from the dark side is always there waiting for us to watch it waiting for us to hit play until next time Try to find it on DVD and watch along with us.